Hi everyone, Susan Winter here. Thank you for coming to my channel. Thank you for your wonderful video requests. I have one today on you were friends, then you became lovers, now you're friends again, and what do we do about that, and is that all I can do about it? So uh, first I want to thank all of you who are subscribers and the wonderful comments and commentary and support that I get on this channel. You guys are great. You're a wonderful, wonderful family of supporters, and I really appreciate you. So I'm going to continue with your questions and answers. And this is from Gerald, about friends to lovers and friends again. Viewer Gerald writes, Susan, I need help. I'm a gay guy who's deeply in love with my best friend who's also gay, but religious. When he was here, he liked me back and was intimate with me. But now he claims it was just lust. He just blocked me for the second time on almost everything after finding out I still love him. Should I wait for him to text me like I did last time? I just want to be friends and nothing more. Thanks. Okay, Gerald, I've read this a couple times. One of the last sentences confuses me. I don't know if you're trying to tell him in order to keep him in your life so he doesn't block you. I just want to be friends and that's what you think you should be saying? Or is it that you really just want to be friends? So because I don't understand, I'm going to answer it both ways. So, relationships, situationships, are very fluid and can get a little tricky. When you love someone as a person, it's easy to have that morph into a sexual experience. And then, because that is new, and that is loaded because it's romantic and romantic contains reactive and reactive means inconsistent and inconsistent and reactive mean backpedaling so then you have the glitch and now this friend that you were so comfortable with unedited everything was easy now suddenly there's an issue there's this weirdness and the weight of this weirdness, and I'm sure, Gerald, you're going through this right now. You know, our best friends, we can let our hair down with them. We can say anything. We're unguarded. Now, when they flip into the romantic partner, we suddenly get uptight, don't we? The same person that we couldn't have cared less about. Now we're uptight. And, you know, what do they think? How do I look? Do I look okay? We're trying to impress them. Oh, my goodness. It's a nightmare. Then, even more confusing, if you've crossed that line and they don't bite the bait to have you be the lover or they get skittish, then are you the lover that evaporates and you should just go hide away or how do you go back to being a friend? Is that even possible? Well, yes, yes, and yes, they're all variations of what can happen. So what is important here is you've got to know what you want more. Do you need this person in your life? And are you willing to be their friend? And can you program your mind to not want them romantically, not see them romantically? And I only say that because sometimes you can. Sometimes that interaction was a moment. You know, love, when it's this profound, crosses, it bleeds over into a lot of different feelings. And it could be that perfect moment where you look at each other and feel sexy and something happens and then you don't know where to put it so that's why people run away 
the question to ask yourself is, honestly, now that I've had this experience, do I have to be a lover with them? Like, if I only had one of two choices, to be their lover or to be their friend, what is most important to me? And if it's, I only want to be their lover and nothing else, then the good news for you is you never really were a friend. You were always a lover in waiting. So be honest with yourself. And if you can't get them as a lover, don't pretend you're going to be a friend. That's excruciating. Nobody should be a lover in waiting. Conversely, if you were really a friend and you had this moment where, I don't know, maybe alcohol was involved, something, the mood was right, and you flipped over, and now neither one of you can sustain it, based upon your friendship and your comfort level, you should be able to talk about it and put it on the table. Like I have that whole thing about stop arguing and start you know, negotiating and brainstorming. Put it on the table, say, hey, we did this. Now, I know you don't want to do it. Okay, so what should we do about this? And then talk it through. And if you need a little time away, take some time away, but stay connected. And then always, 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 in all of these cases where things are not going exactly as you'd like them to, Make sure that you check in with how you feel about it. Remember, if staying a friend ends up hurting you because you really want them as more, you really do have to move on. If you can't reprogram your mind to simply see them in that fashion, then you must really consider moving them to an outer circle of your priority level and your relationship. So, Gerald, I hope this helped you. Thank you, everyone that writes here. Thank you, because one, one note, one letter, one question speaks for thousands of viewers. That's what I love about this medium. And if you'd like to work with me, you want my advice on consultation one-on-one, -on -one, you can chat me up on Magnify, which is by the minute. It's a free app. International, it's uh, Android, and it's iPhone. Or you can book a session directly on my website, either me for the day or me for an hour, 45 minutes. Thanks a lot, everyone. If you'd like to listen to this, it's on iHeartRadio, The Susan Winter Show. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye now.